Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 132 and it is our season review. 22-23 season has happened, it's felt like it's taken 10 years instead of one due to the massive break in the middle for the World Cup, but it's certainly been an event for one. So we've got a whole load to talk about. As ever, I am Daniel McIver and joined by Adam Kennedy. Are you excited to review this season, Adam? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you doing generally then? Shite. <laughs> I'm a spitball. This, is, this, this is the level it's going to be for this the whole is, hour. I'm just, I'm, oh, I can't be bothered with this. I just, I, there's a heart-filled hole in my life. Like, even watching these finals recently, the, the weekend just there, like, oh my god. It's even, it's even your team's not involved and you're just watching a rubbish game of football but there's no other games of football on so you can't like go and watch something else it's yeah. Um, yeah, it's dire I'm not looking forward to the Champions League final either because I just get the impression that it'll be one of two things Inter Milan will either scrape it on pens having shithoused their way to a nil-nil draw or Man City will absolutely batter them so yeah football's, football's not in a good place uh, I'm not in a good place but you know what they say, we just keep marching on. How, how are you? Great. I love the optimism for this season review yeah, that sorry. we're getting into. I just, I'm so underwhelmed. I mean, that's pretty much fit. I think underwhelmed is going to be very much the, the theme of theme. this episode. Yeah, just title exactly. it that. Don't even title it season review. Yeah, just, no, just you title it underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Um, yeah, doing fine. It's getting warmer and I just die in the heat. I can't deal with it <laughs> at all. So. I like the heat. No, I love that. I've not had my hair cut in ages, so if you're watching on YouTube, the Black Panther hat's back. Cause Come on, let's see the barnet. Come on. It's so bad. It's so long and weird at the front. And there's this weird side bit that just won't that. go That'll down, well. and it's a nightmare. So the hat's well. staying you got on. a Coos Lick? Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, Pain it's a nightmare. It's the worst. But... What is also a nightmare was the 2022-2023 Heart of Midlothian season. Cracking tangent early doors, you've got exactly. to respect it. That's what we're basically planning on doing this entire episode. Focus on hearts that shite and hopefully it allows us to move on to better and more exciting topics like hair. That's where we are. But if we take our minds back to the 26th of July... Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> I would because it, there was optimism. There was optimism. No, you know what? Yeah, we were excited. We 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 were all excited. I think we were we, very excited. We were we were a couple of cheerleaders, weren't we? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, life life was good then. We were about to embark on our first group stage European football in our lifetime. We had Robbie Nielsen as well, manager. No, not since well the one the one that we can remember. Yeah, but one that we're actually like fully cognizant for. Yeah, exactly. Um, Robin Nielsen was manager. There was the unknown of a former Dundee United Aberdeen and St Mirren striker in the form of Lawrence Shankland arriving and how well Hibs was and Aberdeen were looking to climb at the bottom six. Life was great. It was going really well. So, we are going to first of all, in this review review our predictions that were made, as oh, I say. Dear Jesus, because these go on, well. These, these yeah. always go down well. On the 26th of July, 2022, it was five days before the first game of the season against Ross County. But, obviously, what that means is there was still another month of the transfer window, but you need to make your predictions at some stage. We always do it the week before the season starts. So, I'm going to preface this by saying 
I think I've done better in the general awards, and I right. think you've done better in the predicted league table. Oh, that's encouraging. Okay. I've had an absolute mayor in the league table. But we will, however, start in heart-based awards. So as ever, we have four awards. We have top goal scorer, best signing, best young player, and player of the year. So it's who we think. So, Adam, do you remember who you predicted our top goal scorer to be? Surely Shanklin, no. I, I, I'm just trying to think, sorry, you, I was listening to what you were saying, don't get me wrong, but I did zone out, because I, I, just temporarily, because I remembered that I was also headed for Canada at that stage, and I miss Canada. Yeah, of course you were, yeah, you were. I miss Canada, and I miss watching the first derby of the season, alongside my missus's parents, and trying to keep my cool at Martin Boyle's equaliser. Yeah, of course. Whereas inside my brain, I was <laughs> screaming. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, I, Shankland. I backed the signing of Shankland. I was one of the few that saw the vision, so surely I went Shankland for top goal scorer. You're correct. You yeah. predicted Lauren Shankland. A top goal scorer. <laughs> Is that the last of my correct predictions? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think you're all right. At this point, you're all right. Um, you it's not also... a Gary McKay Stephen Shocker dropping no, there, is there somewhere? No. <laughs> uh, maybe in the next category. <laughs> <laughs> but not only did you say Lawrence Shankland was going to be top goal scorer, I'll give you this. You didn't get the personnel right, but you said the dream is is if Shankland and Boyce get 40 between them and we see a partnership get that. Now, it wasn't uh, Liam Boyce. Uh, yeah, a, a partnership of sorts. But we saw a partnership yeah. get 40 goals. I, did, I, so, didn't, I didn't see Josh Janelli bagging as many as he did, so there no. was that. Um, I also went with Shankland. Nice. And again, with the caveat that if he wasn't top goal scorer, it would be viewed as an unsuccessful season. Now, <laughs> What have you got to say to that? <laughs> well, I don't think there was any... I think even if you double the next... Because Gino was our next <laughs> top goal scorer. And even if you double his goals, he's not near Shanklin. So I think it's fair to say Shanklin's been a success. I think that's yeah, look, one way of putting it. I, I, look, I, I'm, I'm only... This is tongue-in-cheek. You you weren't the only one. There was plenty of scepticism. I alluded <laughs> to this last week. There was loads of folk, to be fair, just digging up old tweets about Shanklin. It was great yeah. patter. Just seeing folk just, uh, just adamant that... He was championship standard and uh, look, he exceeded my expectations, he exceeded yours. Yeah. And he's just he's just a really good centre forward, isn't he? I think it's I said in that episode around. if he got twelve goals I'd view him as a success. <laughs> and when did he hit that? Like October. Roughly, yeah. If you include all comps, yeah, you roughly hit that then. Um, fair, so, yeah, I mean it could be worse. You could have said that Erling Haaland would be the worst Premier League striker. That's true. Very, very or true. that he'd barely struggled to hit 15 goals like yeah. Rory Jennings did so yeah. there is that well moving on to best signing of the season again we did this on the 26th of July we oh, were to make God, another I've just five remembered who it was. <laughs> we, 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 we did make more signings after the season for example one of them um, was Xander Clark who wasn't in and I've seen a lot of people put him in one of the positive things this season he wasn't there I said that going off the logic that I predicted Lawrence Shankland would be top goal scorer, that would therefore make him best signing. Adam, did I? Do you re- <laughs> sorry, did I match that somewhat? But said that I was going to separate it because I reckoned that Alan Forrest would have been 
a risk-free signing and that he'd do much better than most folk would think. That is almost word for word what you said. You said it was disrespectful that people aren't rating him, that he was going to prove a lot of people wrong there and that you back him to be as good. It, not as good, sorry, that makes it sound like as good as Shankland, but one of the most impactful signings of the season. Hold my hands up. Got it, got it wrong. <laughs> just, as most, just as most folk did about Shankland. Um, for a while, that bet... Like or that early was, season, yeah, it was looking good, <laughs> and then he's just fallen off a cliff and hasn't quite recovered. Um, <laughs> let's move swiftly on. Yeah, uh, we'll shocker. move. We'll move to best young player, and again the caveat to this because <laughs> we play young players. Yeah, well, that was the thing. You you questioned the fact that I didn't pick Alex Cochran because you were saying he's mm, eligible sorry. for it. However, we made the caveat that. It couldn't be a signing. It had to be someone within the academy breaking through into the team. Because <laughs> we get loads of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I went with, and with the caveat of just to will it into existence, Connor Smith. That's decent now, from you. Connor Smith is interesting because he, he hasn't featured, but he has been, as we've heard, been offered a new two year deal. No, he, he featured in Europe a wee bit, did he not? Yeah, he had a, and what like I mean a, is, as like he a cameo filler at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did well when he came on against Fiorentina. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. Um, Do you remember who you picked? I don't have a clue. I, I want to say Finley Pollock or something like that, but I honestly couldn't tell you. No idea. You did not say Finley Pollock. You also I went with clear. Connor Smith. Oh, that's that's a bit of a shite bag answer, but here we are. But. I think it was the one that kind of because looking at his age compared to the others, it was like right, this it surely this is ever yeah, going to have more games. This was like last chance to learn really that he was drinking, yeah. in. and I, I find it intrigued that he's been offered a new deal. I, I don't know. Don't well, know. we'll see what happens with that. And then finally, was Player of the Year. So again, I and again with the caveat that I wanted to use weird voodoo magic to try and replicate the season that we just had. So I said the person that I said Gordon. the season prior who did win it, and I went with Craig Gordon. Right. Now, I obviously... My guy got hurt halfway through the season, and we haven't that seen That doesn't help. <laughs> no. Uh, I did, however, say my actual answer, if I was pressed on it, would be Lawrence Shankland, because, again, if we're signing a top goal scorer, he's going to be player of the year. Do you remember who you said? Player of the year. Boyce or something like that, maybe? So you also went with Lawrence Shankland, and as you said it, you then went, why am I doing this? I've, it's mental that I've went with Forrest as best signing, despite Shankland for top goal scorer and player of the year, but hey, them's the rules. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> That's the quote from Adam. Them's the rules? <laughs> when have I ever said that? <laughs> I'm going to go back and play that after we recorded this. Them's the rules. Who do I think I am? Because I just, I think I said to you, I was like, why are you picking Forrest for best? I know, you questioned it. You were right. Franklin. You were right. I don't know. Because it like, this is where it's shite though. Like, because we've been starved of a centre forward for so long, the fact that we were like begging that he was somewhat decent and then would make up all our player of the years, like that's, I don't know. It sort of screams one man team at me, does it not? Yeah, yeah, a wee bit, a wee bit, aye. But 
those were our predictions. Obviously, in real life, top goal scorer was Lawrence Shankland. Best signing, probably, as a result, was Lawrence Shankland. Yeah, player of the Year, both fans and players, was Lawrence Shankland. So generally, we, were right, we, we, as a, we as a podcast backed him to do well. Yeah, you can have that. Maybe one of us more than the other. <laughs> but officially as a podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay. We say okay. you do well. In right. fairness, I get I get your skepticism with, you know, my, my previous track record. Yes, maybe. That's maybe fair. that's what I was just that's I just fair. had GMS running through my <laughs> ears, just being like, Oh, he's already backed him. Honestly, but no, I can't I'm right. delighted to see the back of that guy. So we move on to the predicted league table. So the actual league table finished like this. Celtic were champions again before Ange left today, as we are recording. Yes, that was that made my morning. Yep, that was fun. Rangers sacked Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and brought in former assistant Michael Beale, finished second. Aberdeen had a mental season where they got beat by us, Hibs and Darville in the same month, but yet finished third. We finished fourth after a an lovely score of 12-0 as well in those three yeah. games. My God, yep. that is an embarrassment. We had at one point an eleven point lead over Aberdeen, yet finished behind them in force. Hibs continued their upward trajectory under new manager Lee Johnson as they finished fifth. St Mirren made a historic first top six finish inside forty years as they finished sixth. Motherwell looked like they were all going down one way under Graham's Alexander. Another mental season. Etc. etc. However, Stuart Kettlewell came in and massively helped them and got them to seventh and now it looks like Van Veen's going to Groningen. Yeah, I see that. I, I didn't I didn't realise that they'd been recently relegated. Yeah, near so that. a ten ten grand a week in the Dutch second tier yeah. is mental money. But definitely I think uh, I think they'll take that to be fair. Because I think like, they will as well. Banking actually. on him trying to repeat that's gonna to be tough. I, I like Van Veen. I do, but I mean let's face it, the age that he's at if they yeah. get offered a decent amount of, amount of dough, and it's not a divisional rival, I think they'll probably take No, absolutely. Uh, Livingston once again cemented themselves as a Premiership side as they finished eighth. St. Johnson looked like they were going to be heading for relegation, but Steve McLean came in and managed to kind of sort them out. Bastard. They finished ninth. Kilmarnock just stayed out of the relegation trouble on the last day as they finished tenth. Then Ross County finished in that eleventh spot and yet inexplicably didn't get relegated. Let's talk after. about that. Right, yeah, let's do it now. They were, of course, 3-0 down with 20 minutes to go and yet somehow won on penalties. Have you ever seen anything like that in the Scottish game in your life? It was mental. It was mental. Like, <sighs> I don't even know. Oh, so, oh. I've got to... Oh. I've got to come out and say it. They're my new Livingston in terms of a club that I've got <laughs> like no reason to beef with. Ross County in the top tier again. Like, seriously. Yeah. Did you actually look at that Thistle away end? It looked rocking. It looked amazing. Like, the support was phenomenal. And then it pans the other way, and you just see, like, behind the goal, County have got that little little section of, like, the the wee jakeys that are down in, like, near the corner. (laughs) And then it's just, like, old guys in that. Like, farmers that just, oh, no. No. I I can't believe they've done it. Thistle well, could have made history as well. Chris Doolan lost his dad. Yeah. I thought they were going to do it for him. It yeah. would have been such a nice story, but no. Yan Danda, we could have snipped Yan Danda from Ross County as well. I still think he's going to come. 
I think he's leaving Ross County at the very least. I think Hibs Hearts and Aberdeen Oh, he'll be away, surely. But now it's now it's gonna be for a, a fee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Ross County stayed up. The team that didn't, in easily the biggest <laughs> surprise of the season at the start of it, Dundee United, who previously had finished fourth, <laughs> were getting in Europe. I think at the time that we recorded, we're about, were about to play their second leg against AZ Alkmaar <laughs> and were just absolutely no, loving that's life. right. I think we recorded it on the night that they got stuffed 7-0, if my memory serves me. I think we did. We were like, oh, brilliant. They, they shut them out. Great 1-0 one to take over to Holland. And just like Scotland in that Euro 2004 playoff or whatever the hell it was, try to defend a 1-0 lead in Holland and you get smashed, in their case, for 7, unlike the national team who got smashed for 6. And just what followed was three different managers one of the worst signings the league's ever seen a thousand goals conceded at least yeah like comical goals and then yeah relegation as they finish bottom so where did we think everybody was going to finish now we actually predicted an identical top six we both had the exact same view we felt that Celtic would again win the league which they did. We felt that Rangers would, of course, then be second. And then two, here's two. the one that oh. <laughs> is now, in hindsight, the worst call. But when you actually go back and look at what a lot of people were saying at the time, a lot of people had this side in and around this position. But both Daniel and Adam <laughs> had done the United to finish third position. I tell you what's a madness. I take it you follow Pine Bovril on Twitter. Yeah. They released their kind of like pre-season predictions by folk that had used the site. Mm-hmm. Four folk suggested that Dundee United would get relegated. Four people. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Mental. Uh, we both said that we'd have a European hangover and this is where it gets weird because we finished where we said we'd finish. We both Man, predicted that, four. That circumstances change, don't they? Yeah. But no one predicted us to have that lead no. and then bottle it. This is the first one where I'm going to give myself credit. Despite Hibs finishing fifth in reality, we both said Aberdeen, but I said I was really unhappy with picking Aberdeen because I actually think they will finish third, but I'm not confident enough to put it in, and I'm now annoyed at myself. So <laughs> I'd be, be raging. Yeah. So we both said that. We'll go, go, you got me. There. I know. And then finishing out, the top six, only one position off. We both said Hibs. All right. So five, five of the top six. Yeah, we got it like that. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is where I then have a nightmare, and you're not terrible. You're all right oh, here. Okay. So, as we say, in seventh place was Motherwell. You predicted Motherwell oh, to finish yeah. in seventh place. I was one off. I said Livingston. I thought <sighs> Livingston were going to be best of the rest in the bottom Ouch. six, but. It's a toss of a coin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We then both were Derek McInnes pilled as we both said, come on, it could finish eighth. Because our logic was Derek McInnes knows the league and we just bought into that completely. In fairness, I think I said... We also mentioned Lafferty. Either said on here or on Talk Scottish Football that I didn't think it was a premiership squad. And that's... Pretty much proved. I mean, it what almost kept, wasn't like, four. So yeah. yeah, exactly. There you go. And they've already signed the boy Rob, Robbie Diaz from from Inverness. Robbie Diaz, I Diaz. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. The the centre half. So 
Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think they're ones for watching actually next season, Kelly. If he if he has a good window, there you are. I think that's fair. Uh, in ninth place, we well St Johnston finished. We had different ones for this. You said Livingston, so again you were only one that's off. All right. I said Ross County, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think even I also said I was like they've lost Reagan Charles Cook. They've lost all their other attacking talent, Joseph and then Fungo I just went ninth. So, that's a bad shout. Definitely a bad shout. Uh, continuing the bad shouts from both of us. Uh, tenth was Kilmarnock. Now, I said Motherwell, but you then, as I'm saying it, you made me realise my error because, as I say, you predicted Motherwell to finish seventh, which they did, because you almost immediately called that Alexander would not last much longer, so Oof. said that that will be with a different manager who you think will get a tune out of them. Now, you didn't predict Stuart Kell. <laughs> no, <obviously>. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't think that Stevie Hamill was getting a tune out of them no, when of they course. were packed out the yeah. Scottish by Wraith Rovers or whoever it was. Very true. But I didn't think of that. I just looked at how rubbish Motherwell were and was like, they all finished dead and didn't factor in the fact that, well, that wouldn't allow... Alexander wouldn't survive a season. In fairness, I don't... I don't think that would have looked a daft shout when Stuart Kettlewell got the job. Yeah, I think they'd, they'd have bitten your hand off for 10. So, yeah. really, to be honest, like the bottom six is a bit of a stab in the dark. Like it, well, it, it's, the, it's the one that you don't want to do because of what you're about to go on to. Yeah, we continue with that as you in 10th place had St Mirren. Did I have them in 10th? Wow. I thought I had them in 11th, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> this continues because, of course, this was their disastrous pre-season. The yeah, pre-season they were knocked in out the League Cup in the groups, weren't they? Yes, exactly. So, understandably, you said 10th, because then in 11th, I said St Mirren. <laughs> I said that that's exactly where they would be. In but... fairness, I think this was after Stephen Robinson's meltdown, where, despite having yeah. previously managed Motherwell, he was then questioning the, the League Cup format, like he hasn't yes. managed in Scotland for two, three Many years. Many years, yeah. Exactly. Bath you, point. however, got another one bang on. You Bath predicted Ross County, Ross County to finish eleventh, right. so not bad at all. And then, <laughs> we obviously, we had to get another one very wrong because of Dundee United's placement. We both had St Johnston to go down because obviously they just narrowly escaped relegation the season prior, and we didn't think they made any improvements. We made jokes about the fact that Ryan McGowan would be the only thing to keep them up. And he kind of ended up <laughs> being that. So that's not bad. Well but, done, Gowser, but still haven't forgiven you for signing for them. Yeah, exactly. So we both ended up with five out of the top six right. You got four out of the bottom six right and three correct placements. So that's, all that's, right. not, that's not too bad. Not terrible. Not terrible at all. So those were our predictions at the start of the season. I'm dreading this. We now move into the review portion. So we start with the signings that we made. We made 13 signings across the summer window and the January transfer window. And basically, Adam, I'm going to name each person and I want a grade oh, from you. Oh, God. Yeah. What a grade right. from you. I'm going to try and stick to letters only without your pluses, minuses and all that jazz. That's fair enough. You can, if you want, give justification or if you feel it speaks for itself, you're welcome to just give me a Oh, grade. I'll try and give justification on each one. So we will start now, by the way, these aren't in order of oh, when we no. signed them. These are just so in this order. Could be totally random. Of how transfer marked 
has them listed. Oh, do they not do it by fee as well? So this will depress me when we go on to like who spent money on. No, because I can see someone who's second last in the summer that I know was the third most expensive player. All right, okay. So, so I don't know how they've done oh, it. God knows then. Number one, however, is Lawrence Shank. Hey, easy, simple, move on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. Very much fair. Arrestus Kiyomotsuglu. D. Okay, are you giving a justification or are you just going with a D? Do I give him a C or a D? No, because we've shelled out big dough, but do you know what it is? He's still a young guy. <laughs> I can't imagine his English is too hot. Mm-hmm. I just... I just want a bit of patience. I want, look, next season's make or break. I'm willing right. to I'm willing to give him next season. I just haven't seen enough. Sometimes he's looked very good. Sometimes he's looked shit. And I didn't mean to do that Gennaro Gattuso impression, so let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Continuing maybe in the same mould, we have the guy who I know was our first signing, just because I remember it, Alan Forrest, who you said would be signing of the season. Yeah. <laughs> uh... D, again, promising start, fizzled away into nothingness. Very fair. The first of the three transfers alongside Alan Forrest is Xander Clark, who was made after the window in the first, like, two weeks or something like that. I'm going for a B. Solid for the most part, but in some games has cost us toward the latter stages, I feel. I think he. I think he's a great stop shop. Stop shopper. Shot stopper. I like a stop shopper. I like that. <laughs> Shot stopper. Excuse me. Um, but coming for crosses and sort of. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the the right Def- terminology. Defense like organization. It, no, and like his line discipline. If if you know what yeah. I mean. So, it's yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes I I get a little bit nervy. So, on the whole. A decent shot stopper. However, okay, I have awesome. I have scepticism in, in other areas, so I'm, I'm going for a B. Uh, the one I'm most interested to see what you say because I don't know how you're going to do this, but Lewis Nielsen. Oh. Uh, C. I think that's fair because like how many games did he even play? I'm going to find out. I don't know. He look. He's one for the future, Lewis Nielsen, isn't he? So yeah. again, young guy needs a loan move somewhere. He played ten games. I, was, I wouldn't be surprised if like a Dundee United or that came calling for him in yeah. that second year if they shift on like your Ryan Edwards's, your Charlie Mulgrew. That'd be funny. That'd be funny if he went that back would, to United. Just for the right. pattern, we should yeah. get him back to United. That would be yeah. quite funny. Yeah. See. Uh, sticking with defence, Kai Rolls. B. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Especially since you're not doing plus and minuses, I would say a B is fair. Because he's teetering on like, if you'd asked me this prior to Qatar, it's a straight A all day. Yeah. Since Qatar, like again, you say it, he's bullied off whoever's up front just about every other week. So yeah, needs to hit the gym, the big man, doesn't he? If, yeah, if he fills out, if he does a John Suter, I hate to say it, I hate to make that comparison, but if he does a or John Suter, or a Craig Halkett, thank you for coming to my rescue, <laughs> <laughs> um, then I think I think we're laughing with Kai Rolls, to be honest. But yeah. need, needs filling out and needs a, needs a bit more belief, I think. I think it's a confidence thing as well. He's a good player. And I think he needs Craig Halkett 
beside him as well. Okay, well, or some somebody to do his head and for him. Like Harry yeah. Suter did it at Qatar, didn't he? So yeah, yeah I, develop a partnership. But he's a he's a right good player, Cairo. So I, yeah. I'm gonna be. Uh, sticking with the left hand side of defence, Alex Cochran. A. Well done. Correct. Need I, need I say any more? Uh, our best defensive player this season by a country mile. Um, I talked about Xander Clark's line discipline. It would just be nice if Alex Cochran had any discipline. <laughs> so, discipline of any kind. That would, yeah, that would be a bonus. But no, one of one of the best sort of try before you buys that we've had. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that I think that's the right way to go about it. If we're not too sure on a young player, can always send them back to their parent club. But he impressed last season. And he certainly impressed this. So yeah, one of one of the player of the year contenders for me, definitely. Uh, maybe a slight tone change here, George Grant. E. The lowest so far. So so far, so Yang's our worst signing. E. For the, for the money that we've paid, for what we were promised. What we saw just, in that preseason friendly just, against Tranmere. I just don't see it against Bonnie Rose against Stoke. No, sorry, E. Yeah, and then one of the two lone players we had, Stephen Humphreys. Oh. Deadline day panic buy he was described oh. as. Then he came, he made his debut against Livingston where he was culpable, and some people ah. went, "That's it, he's shit. He'll never do anything." Oh, this is really tricky. I know this is really tricky because he did give us some great moments. He's like he's a cult hero, basically. He is something of a cult hero, but I'm gonna go for a C slap bang in the middle. I don't know if that's harsh or if that's generous or I I just think sometimes your best ability is availability, and even towards mm-hmm. the la- the latter stages of, lo- of his loan spell, I just felt we were needing something different, and he wasn't providing that. I don't know if that's down to him, if that's down to just fallen out of favour or, or what but I, I'd be sceptical about bringing Stephen Humphreys back if I'm honest he did however score the best goal I've ever seen in person oh, so without I'll, a I'll doubt that. and like and even that like my first goal following hearts in Europe he ultimately scored yeah. so oh and and notched in the derby who doesn't yeah. oh hit the gritty on hibs like yeah. <laughs> just what a guy <laughs> But no, you. I think but I think I'm, it's fair. I'm I'm, I'm, fair. I'm skeptical. I don't know. Are you gonna contribute to these? Or am I just no. I just want. I want you great because I've had doing this. I've had time and I can't work out because I've been. I've been influenced by like you could do it in your tweet. Stats you could do it in your tweet like to like post yeah. it the yeah 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 uh, and then finally the last summer transfer joining Xander Clark in his free agency. Oh, it was Robert Snodgrass. <laughs> um, you know what? This might be mental, right? But I'm going to put him above George Grant. There you are. Okay. I'm going to give him a D. <laughs> okay. Because again, at the start, looked promising. But when our form tailed off, he tailed off massively. Um, look, I... I don't know whether if we were like too dependent on Robert Snodgrass, which sounds mental to say, given off the part we're in the best place that we've been in 
decades. Probably since we started supporting Hearts. Yeah, probably. And yet, we were relying on a, what, 35, 36-year-old week in, week yep. out to create chances because a winger that did so for us last season didn't fancy doing so for most of this. So, it's ended it's ended in the worst possible way but I didn't turn my nose up at the signing when it happened it looked a real cracking coup for us up until a point but then after said point I mean it, it is Paisley for me yeah after after that draw with St Mirren where he ironically ironically scored, gets yeah. his only goal yeah it was it was really was dog shit after that so D yeah. for dog shit Hey, don't worry though, because if the rumours of it you believe will be relying on another 35 year old midfielder. I've been season. arguing with my pals all day about it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, we then moved into January, and it was a not very eventful January for us. Only three signings came in the door, two of them on loan. So we'll start with them. First one, James Hill. Who has had high highs and low lows in the eyes of many. Hence, in the eyes I'm, of you, particularly. Hence, I'm going to give him a C. Might be harsh, okay. given recently he's been really good. Yeah. But again, initial promise, didn't really cement himself in the side, got back in recently towards the end of the season, we'll go back to Bournemouth, not really asked if we sign him on a permanent or not. It's the best way that I can sum up James Hill's Hearts career. The final lone player, Garan Kuyol. <laughs> um... Who, in my research, I saw this, played six times out of a possible 23. Speaks volumes. D. Teetering towards an E. I'll go D. That's, that's what, he did get us a goal. I exactly. Thought. Give us a moment, yeah. at least. What's George Grant done? So, D. <laughs> D and for disappointing finally, in, that, in that circumstance. There you go. There you go. Then, finally, the only permanent signing that we made in January, Utaro Oda. I feel like I'm going to get dog's abuse for this. Oh, God. He's either going to go A or D. No, I'm going to give him a C. All right, I think that's all right. Yeah? I... Yeah, because you do have to take into account, though, like... My... I don't think a lot of his like... issues were his fault, though. No. Like... But you still have to mark him based on these performance over right. all the time. Exactly. We've seen more under Stephen Naismith than we did under Robbie, despite the fact that it was Robbie... Who signed him in the January? Yeah. So there must be a reason for that. Like, if he was an A or B, he would have been playing regularly by mid-February and would have yeah. contributed way earlier than obviously the goal against Hibs. Excuse me, in our last game of the season. So C, put, teetering towards a B, pushing towards a B, but we haven't really seen enough yet. He, he is one that's. One to watch next season for me, though. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to hopefully seeing him cement a cement a spot in the starting eleven because he's he has shown promise. So that sums up the thirteen signings: two A's, two B's, and then a lot of average, uh, which kind of I think is the feeling of how our recruitment went. That's that it was like, dis- yeah, distinctly right. average. Uh, just to close that out, the outs in the summer were John Souter. Jamie Walker, Mihai Popescu, Jamie Brandon, Loic Demur, and Aaron McInef. Crikey. I mean, I I'd still I... say I would have kept McInef. Um... McInef is as good as George Grant. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go along with that. Like, but so why did we spend a bunch uh, of money to then replace them with a Why could we not have found better than both? Yes, exactly. I, I, Definitely. Out of that list, John Seward's realistically the only one that I'm keeping. And even then, he's only just got himself into this Rangers team. Two. Two, I would say. Go on. Suter and, like, obviously, Demur. Oh. <laughs> he leaves and the whole season goes to shit. Oh, Is there a coincidence God. there? I think <laughs> not. Because <laughs> when he was it's killing true. at Le Mans, we were flying. Yeah, but that's because we knew he was in the building spiritually. So it was fine. So anyway. Part of that leadership group, wasn't he? Yes, 100%. This is now where I will come into it as well. Because we now have overall thoughts. So, Pash! Yeah, basically. Different categories. As I said at the start, we have best player, worst player, best signing, worst signing, most improved player, most underwhelming player, biggest surprise, and overall season grade. Now, I will give my answer to this, but, so it's not to influence you, I've already wrote all mines down. So if you give your answer first to each one, I'll then give mine right, okay. as justification. So, the best player of the season in your eyes? Has to be Shankland. Although Cochrane's also a contender. I feel like you're going to go Cochrane, so I'll say Shankland. Well, I said both. Right, nice. <laughs> I said Shankland and Cochrane because I knew you'd pick Shankland, so yes, exactly. I wanted to get Yeah, you go Cochrane, Cochrane then. Right, okay. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, like, the best striker we've ever seen at the club and then one of the most dependable defenders in a season without dependable defenders. Do you know what's sort of sort of been swept under the carpet with regards to this season? It's the fact that Liam Boyce got injured. Like, yeah. I know that Shankland and Gino have struck up a great partnership, but I'd be really intrigued to see what Boyce and Shankland can do together. Or, Liam Boyce played 10 games for us this season. Or do you get the feeling that we might switch to like a 3-5-2? And he just goes Shankland and Janelli with Boyce in the hole. I don't know. I feel like yeah, I feel yeah. like we might have that up our sleeve. I, I, I'll put it this way: it's a great option to have for Liam Boyce coming back because I can play in numerous positions in those attacking areas. So it's it's a massive bonus to to have him back when he is eventually back. That's very fair. Uh, worst player. There's a few. I mean, I have just slewed George Grant, haven't I? You have. But Keogh's been dog sometimes as well. Nathaniel Atkinson's been getting away with murder as well. <laughs> it's because he improved massively under Naismith, yeah. so people kind of go, all right. I've again kind of shot out of Forrest, him, maybe. Mm, who will I go for? No, do you know what? I, I, I'm going to stick by what I said in the grades. George Grant. That's fair. Obviously, kind of defined by that red card against Zurich and never really... That summed up his season. Got back. Um, I went with two, but one of them's more just a talking point. So I went Alan Forrest just because I had such high heights, for, high hopes for him. And as, as you say, after October, he just never lived up to them. But... Part the other one was I the put, last decent performance I can remember from Alan Forrest. Yeah, exactly. The other one I put was Stephen Kingsley. Oh, because good shout. Jesus Christ, what yeah, happened to you shout. when you got back from Scotland? Because it is just the expectation. We know how good he can be. He was arguably player of the year season before. Yeah, he and, then he, he and Mackay he that. both in that same camp. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a good shout. Because I, I can at least think 
of as you say I in love Europe Kingsley as well. for Park and stuff like that. I can at least think of good Alan Forrest games. Can you name a good Stephen Kingsley or Stephen Kingsley performance that stood out in a positive way this season? You can name about ten for the season before. Oofed. I can't think of any. Literally can't think of a single no. one. It would have had to have been early doors if if at all. Yeah. Which is sad to say. Please please be good this yeah, year, yeah. Stephen. Like to see the real, the real Stephen Kingsley. Please stand up. Exactly. Uh, best signing. I think it's probably self-explanatory. Yeah. George yeah. Grant. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, exactly. George, yeah, just <laughs> well the worth the dough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Lauren Shanklin for me as well. Just he, he is the best signing. Bagsman. Like, uh, thankfully, we then move into worst signing. Are you sticking with your George Grant shout? Do you know what? I've been too harsh on Grant throughout these awards, so I'm going to go Keo. Okay. Again, it's six of one and half a dozen of the other. Both came for it, big money. Both have been rotten. Garan Kual could also be chucked in that category, mind you. Uh, so, I, I haven't picked any of them. Who have you gone for? Can you guess? You've not gone cool. Who do you hate? <laughs> 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 Not that I hate them. I was about to say you don't have many that you don't. No. I'll put you out your misery. My uh, selection for worst signing was Robert Snodgrass. Oh. Uh, Be- because yeah, it's it's not even, not even necessarily yeah, not even seen like a year of his like we <laughs> sat out most of the year deal that we gave him. Yeah, like it's not even necessarily his fault because as you say he started really well, but. I view worst signing in who has the worst effect on the team and the worst effect on the team Without is Robert Snodgrass because, he, because of the allegations forced made and... play through him and he was completely found out and we didn't change that as I say that's not he can't dictate what we do although if you listen to rumours maybe he can but it, I know that's Nielsen choosing to continue to play that system but he still is the person that is playing the system and that was targeted because he wasn't good enough. Yeah, I think I mean that's a that's a good one. That, that escaped my mind. I just I'm, I'm trying to think of like pound. For I know pound. you're on the spot, and I've had more time to think about but it. Even but even pound for pound as well, mate. Because like Snodgrass came in on a free, right? So there is it is low risk. But again, like what we've seen for what we've given him in wages, yeah, yeah, it's a fair argument. A uh, bit of positivity. Most improved player. So again, that can be I've got a signing who started badly and massively improved, or someone who was already here and massively improved. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for, and this is harsh on Josh Janelli. I'm gonna go for Toby Civic for this one. I also went with Toby Civic as well. It I'm is just, harsh on Gino. It yeah. is harsh on Gino, but. Sibic from that Zurich game, ironically, we were speaking about Grant, looked he never really looked lost. back. It was like, like Bambi on ice, and now he's yeah. turned into a brick wall for the most part. So I do think it was that one game, that, even just the second half of that Zurich game, where just everyone was singing his name. Was everything it Riga as well, it. at Tynecastle as well, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah just everything he night. did was great. Like And yeah, he just as you say, he just became a wall of a... Centre half. It's amazing what happens when you get behind a player rather than cuss them in it. Unbelievable. Yeah. If only we did that, you know, all the time. What a novelty that well is. Well done, Tobes, uh, my guy. Definitely. I'm really happy for him. And again, 
really look forward to seeing them next season Definitely. with maybe a more settled back line as well. That's what I'm thinking with regards to this three five two as well. Would you have he and Rolls either side of someday? I don't know. Yeah, like, t- that is decision. the thing. Like, I don't know. It is three. If Hal gets back, a three does look like the most sensible thing with how well Atkinson's coming to a game and Cochrane. You know just what I mean? Cochrane. Just see them bombing That's on. Like, yeah. Boys dropping into pockets. Shankland like and Gino just stay up, but I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Uh, back to the negativity. Most underwhelming player. Ah, oh, I've already slewed Keo, I've already slewed Grant. I'm gonna go <laughs> surrounded the height. Just I've got to go cool. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that? Oh. Yeah. Hey, if you think it, yeah, you stick I'm, go- I'm going cool. It's harsh on the young man, but he's not forced his way into the plans, so I'm, I'm gonna say him. Uh, I went with Barry Mackay, just also because. Contender. Jesus Christ, that drop off! I know we've Again, just seen that he's Kingsley. had a had an operation but it's like yeah. get it earlier than Barry like <laughs> what are we doing yeah, we don't, this is my point like we don't we've been so dependent on him to create for ages Hearts should have addressed this in the summer we thought yeah. we had and it's evident that we haven't so yeah. uh, the summer it has to be creative types for me yeah, get us a number 10 or 2 get us another winger on the other flank that can chip in and contribute and try and keep Josh Janelli at the club. And then we're in a much better place. Because, again, like, yeah, Mackay's a great shout. Kingsley also a shout, as we alluded yep. to earlier. But in terms of, for the hype that he came in, I'm going cool. And then, this is, an, this is a very open-ended one. This is biggest surprise of the season. It can be a moment. It can be a game. It can be a funny thing. It can be a player. It can be, literally, it's very open. So, it's totally up to you what you want to go with. You can I'm even gonna, name multiple things. Yeah, I'm going to go Josh Janelli's return because I alluded to it earlier. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Josh Janelli's fantastic season because it just kind of came out of nowhere. So, like, it was hard to miss out for Civic, so yeah, I'm I'm going to go Gino on it. I, I don't know. I thought he was adamant he was staying. A couple of my mates that sit in the wheat field had said that he pointed to the badge and was saying that he was staying. <laughs> so I took that with a pinch of salt given... My mates are absolute numpties, and I don't know whether I believe them or not. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going Gino because we felt as though there was a player in there. Then we felt as though we weren't asked if he sort of left for nothing this summer, and now we want to keep him. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say that. And again, he and Shankland, great partnership. I'm certain I've said on this podcast deep in the archives. I can't be asked going back to check, but I'm certain I said that he actually looks as though he is a centre-forward as opposed to a wide player, because I've never I remember you his crossing. Say, I remember you saying that, yeah. I've always thought that his crossing was suspect. You'd see him get it on the right-hand side, and folk in the gorgie where the ultras are now going to be sitting would have to duck down just in duck. case it was going to, <laughs> going to end up in their noggin. So, yeah. G- Gino's transformation as a centre-forward as opposed to a wide player. Uh, that's exactly what I said. I just said, Josh, it was a fantastic season. I didn't expect him to be part of the best partnership we've ever seen goal scoring wise. I didn't expect him. That to is be... mad. I did not. I didn't see anybody surpassing Scatchel and Hartley. Nah, not at all. Um, obviously, I know that Shanklin's doing more of the heavy lifting on that <laughs> side of thing. But Gino ended up only getting four goals less than Rudy and Hartley. 
in the season. Fucking like, hell. Gino got 12, and Rudy and Hartley both got 16. And that's, that season, like, is lauded to this day because obviously we achieved what we achieved. Yeah. But if you actually break that down and think about it, like, that's mad. Yeah, we've had two players do, well, one debt do, like, way better than No, that, but I mean, specifically Gino, the fact that he's only four yeah. off, you know, I love, Paul Hartley's possibly my favourite Hearts player ever. Yeah, like, he's a, and Scatchel, both of them are absolute like, legends. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, that's crazy. You also add Gino's um, nine assists as well. There you go. So, co- so contributions like, galore. Absolutely. Well done, Josh. Nice of you to turn up. The final thing is overall season grade. (laughs) 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 Um, C? I also put C. Nice. I put C as well. Let's go with that. I I didn't want to be too harsh. Didn't want to be too scathing. Um, Because there has been positives. There has. Yeah, do you know? Oh, you saying that makes me feel like the negatives out, should outweigh the positives, and therefore take that down to a D. But I'm going to try and be as optimistic as I can. I still think, though, having like All Shanklin, Cochrane, Gino doing yeah, so we've well, had some bright we've got European games. That January period where we just beat everybody, and it was amazing. That January was great. So yeah. so good. <laughs> Exactly, and but it obviously, turn to shite. Yes, the negatives. And listen, I think that's pretty fair across the board from you. I think that's pretty Thanks, well mate. justified. Thanks. Uh, see, uh, this this is fine. Like I, I, I expected to come on here, be ranting and raving, be running my mouth, tearing us a new one as I so often do. But yeah. you know what? It, it, we've seen worse. See when you get these idiot fans, but that say, oh, this is the worst heart season in living memory. I'm like, mental. when did you start supporting us? Last I season? I can think of about six that are worse. Than Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? what is that chat? You're allowed to say it's, like, one of the most disappointing, especially considering where we were and the what circumstances like change in a season, but you're not trying to tell me that when we finished, I don't know, eighth in, like, yeah. 08 or 09 or whenever the hell it was, that, like, come on, man. We've been relegated twice. Yes, the yeah, first time was my kids, but 1920, that. Jesus, come yeah, on. Yeah, 1920, if anything can beat 1920, I'm giving up Don't, don't even say that, you're just <laughs> tempting fate for next season, <laughs> don't even say that, do not say that. But yeah. Like, we're no, due no, one, the law of averages, like, it's been going too well. Oh, it's all going to go to pot now. But that's the thing, there can never, in my opinion, it cannot be the worst season where we see statistically the best striker in our lifetime no chance nah no there's too many happy memories associated with the season there's also a lot of disappointing and angry memories associated but there is still happy memories the overwhelming feeling is that it's been a disappointment but and a missed opportunity but like it's not the end of the world we go, we go again next year we do year. go again like this is what it's all about you're trying to tell me that when we were minutes from extinction. Yeah, exactly. You're like, that St. Mirren game. Ju- where it was like, like, oh, this could be the last time I turn up What are people here. talking about? Yeah. Like, this is bonkers. So what, like, we, don't, we, we don't give up easily as fans of this football club. So don't, don't dare suggest doing so now because we've slipped to fourth. 
It could have been yeah. a lot worse. We could have ended up fifth, sixth, easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if anything, we're lucky the season ended when it did. Yeah. Very true. Very true. But I'm glad that we kind of ended the review on positivity where it's like, come on, sprinkle, stick sprinkle together. Sprinkle a little tad of rage and nonsense. But, <laughs> exactly. but for the most part, we're trying, to, we're trying to view it positively. Look, I'm trying to change my ways, gang. <laughs> Kirill. Well, that was our review. It, It's interesting. I don't know how we feel about the season overall, but I think a C is a pretty fair grade. C for... Could have been better, could have been worse. Well done. Very nice. Well, as ever, we will finish with a quiz. So, I'll be honest, I forgot about this. I had done all my prep (laughs) and then I forgot about the quiz. So, let's see what the quality of this is going to be. I will say, (laughs) all the questions, because obviously we have the Who Am I? (laughs) Based in the last two fixtures. Yeah, exactly. They're all about... Edinburgh Derbies from 2023. Uh, no, they are about, however, this season. It's all stats based <laughs> around this thing. season. <laughs> so, multiple choice, true or false, two normal questions. And we start with your multiple choice. Oh, God. Who made the most appearances for Hearts this season? <laughs> now, this is in oh. all competitions and includes starts and from the bench. Right. So, is it A, Alan Forrest? Is it B, Lawrence Shankland? Is it C, Barry Mackay? Or is it D, Alex Cochran? Oh. <laughs> I literally thought of Cochran the entire way and then I thought as soon as I got to C, Barry Mackay, I was like, oh, this is good. If, he, if he's not included in the four, then it obviously can't be him, so I'll go Shankland. Now I'm torn between Cochran and yeah. Shankland. I'm going to say because of his tendency to get red cards that Shankland has featured more than Alex Cochran has. So, these are the top four most appearances. Right, okay. I'm very surprised that Alan Forrest has stuck his way into the top four. As am I. The lowest with the fourth amount of appearances was Alex Cochran. Really? With 46 appearances this season. Bloody hell. Joint second. Here we go. Oh God, it's Lawrence Shankland and Barry with four, with forty seven. So only one more is Alan Forrest and Lawrence Shankland. Oh, bastard! And then so Barry eclipsing, eclipsing by two is, it, is Barry Mackay. So forty nine appearances. appearances this season. Crikey! And now so, we see him in that moon boot. It's great management yep, from Hart. Exactly. Love Good that. Good work. So. You're off to no great start, but you're only you were you got the. I feel like I've been second. robbed there. I know. It's, I thought Shankland was the answer That's a when shocker. I started doing it. Again, Did if this is wrong, that. London Hearts blame no. transfer marked. Like saying, that's saying what absolutely saying. nothing. I don't care enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> come on, it's the quiz. Yes, you do. You do care. It's the most important thing in this podcast. Sorry. Sorry, this is why this. I'm battering you in the Who Am I? Because I care. This yeah. is what I'm here for. I just tossed it away. I can't win, so who cares? Well, speaking about tossing someone away, oh, he tossed away third. However, compared to last season, how many points worse off did we finish this season? Oh, this isn't a multiple choice. I'm just to know no, this. No, this is just to know this. Oh, God. 
I've got two numbers in my head. Right. I've got 11 and I've got 14 in my head. It's neither of those, is it? Who knows? So just be honest, come on. You could be... Sp- That's not how a quiz works, <laughs> where you just think no, you, of are, potential Are you going to give me between, like, in between one? Yeah, if you get one either side, I'll give you it. Right, I'll go 14. You are exactly double wrong. It is seven points of difference. Is that it? We, fin- we finished this season with 54 points. We so ended we last season with 61 last... points. Seriously? Yep. We would have come th- that points. Aberdeen finished with 58 this season. So not even enough to get third last season. Bloody hell. Yep. Two, two, so tailed two off, wins but not as much as... Yeah. See, that's what I mean by the overreaction. Get a grip. Could be worse. Christ. When you were like, well, I get it within one off. And in my head, I'm like, well, you've said double what it is. So, yeah, sure. Seven okay, points. Yep. Chris, the way that, you, that we've been going on, you'd think that the world was ending. I know, you think they're 20 points behind. Seven points. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, true or false? I'll inevitably get this wrong. Alan Forrest was our third top goal scorer this season in all competitions. <laughs> Step forward, Shankland. Step forward, Gino. <laughs> He's thinking about oh, it. I'm thinking about this. Why do I feel like this is that ridiculous that it's going to be true? Don't pull that face at me, mate. <laughs> You're just going to rope me in with the wrong answer. I'm going to say... Oh, am I going to say that? I don't know. How many is Alan Forrest backed? Think of it like I'm that. I'm not telling you. A brace against Motherwell. <laughs> Just actually work out how many goals he's One against Riga away. This is entirely off the top of my head. That's why nothing's coming to me. Do I feel like... Oh my god. Oh, this is painful. Because all I can remember Humphrey scoring is like Hibs, Fiorentina and Dundee United. Mm-hmm. Has he got more than three? Oh my god. Can they have three that's tied? Forrest must have snuck one in somewhere else. I'm going to... S- yeah, I'm, I'll go true. I don't care. It is true. Thank He's Lord. joint third top goal scorer with Stephen Humphreys. They both three. have five. Of five. Now, you last week in your quiz... I got a question wrong because I thought Hearts Kilmarnock finished one all with Nathaniel Atkinson oh, scoring, but Humphrey score scored, and Alan Forrest also scored against St Johnston. However, I cannot remember St. the uh, each of their fifth in the three two. Uh, McDermott. Yeah. Did he score that night? Did he? Yeah. Crikey. I can't think of either of their fifth goals though. I didn't research this. I probably should have, hmm. but. I didn't. Uh, interestingly, the next to them is also joint, so the fourth top goal scorer is Barry Mackay and Andy Halliday with four. Wow. I'm going on Stephen Humphrey's soccer base right now to see. Go for it. So we had fourth top goal scorer with four, third top goal scorer with five, then there's a big jump to second in 12, oh and then there's God. an even bigger jump to 28. Humphrey's Kelly away was his first, then right. Fiorentina away. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the following Thursday. Kelly away than Fiorentina away. Never feels to me laugh. Hibs uh, in the Derby, Dundee United, yep. and then the week after, uh, Hamilton nil, Hearts two. Stephen Humphreys, oh, of, of course. course. And he could have bagged a hat trick that night. He could have, yeah. memory serves. Uh, Alan Forrest, do you want me to check him as well while I'm on here? Yeah, because I can think, as I say, I think he scored against... St Johnston, he got the double at Fir Park, he scored against Riga, but I cannot think of a fifth one. This is when yeah, it turns out I've got the question wrong, and it is in fact false. <laughs> oh my god. In fairness, I wasn't at this game, but my dad was at this game. So it's at home. Season opener, Hearts 2, Ross County oh, 1. Ross County! <laughs> so Ross, you must have been absolutely buzzing with that coming in with your best signing <laughs> on the opening day. I was Score. living life. I was just chilling at her folks' cottage, just soaking up the sun, catching the highlights. Alan Forrest, my man. There we <laughs> Making go. an Alan Forrest Barry fan Mackay on the other wing. Barry Mackay and Forrest to the goals. Mackay, yeah, Mackay scored that really good goal as well. It's a great goal. Or yeah, so Ross County, Riga away, Motherwell away. Oh, similar to Humphreys, uh, the Riga was the midweek on the Thursday and then we went to Fur Park on the Sunday. Yeah, we did, of course. He had and a great then, week. Uh, yeah, December 2022 was his last goal uh, in that St Johnston game. Very good. Fair point. Well, you're one for three. You got one right. Right. Yay. <laughs> last question before the who am I. It's an int- I'll, I'll be very impressed if you get this one because right. it's a niche question. Okay. Who is the player that this season featured in the most amount of match day squads but never played a second? Oh, what so, a great question. What I mean by that is who featured on the bench the most amount of times but without ever playing? Yeah. Oh. I'm chuffed with this question. That is a great question. I'm a fan. That is why you need to study the bench. Unlike exactly. me. See? Exactly. <laughs> that didn't feature. Who do you like in the youths? You like the lad McLucky, do you not? I'm a big fan of Bobby McLucky. You're a big Bobby McLucky fan. You're a big Aidan Denham fan because of FM past glories. I was about to say, I'm not a fan of Aidan Denham in real life. I'm just a fan of Aidan Denham on <laughs> FM. Oh. They're, oh, they're the two that are kind of in my head. Macaulay Tate as well, maybe? It's interesting that you're thinking all youth. Hmm, why has he said that? <laughs> I would recommend following that train of thought. There's a wee clue for you. Maybe somebody like a Finlay Pollock that folk have been begging get minutes. Finlay Pollock would make the most sense. Would it? No. Try to think who's again. Who, I will who, say this is this is in all competitions. So this individual literally didn't play in any competition this season, but it featured several but it was times on the bench, bench a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Am I gonna go Finley Pollock? Yeah, I think. Does he feature? No. No, I'm not. Am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't Ruben Palazuelos it. You're just making me say Finley Pollock because it's not, but I'm going to say it now. So Finley Pollock. It's not. It's Macaulay Tate. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, so Macaulay Tate featured eight times on the bench this season. I never got But on. never played. Oh, um, a great question, there was other players man. who had the same. Ross Stewart had like the most amount 
but obviously played. Featured at Celtic Park. That was the yeah. yeah. That threw me off. Ah, uh, so I thought it might have been a youngster. Ah, that's annoying. Yeah. We move. You were close though. You got you, you got you was, in that it, right it, space. It was in the extended family. Yes, exactly. Right. Who am I? Here we go. <laughs> the team I came through the youth ranks for and made my first team debut dissolve the year I debuted. I made my debut for Hearts against Celtic in a game where we didn't lose. I've played in Scotland, Poland, Turkey, Lithuania, Israel and Germany. I have almost a hundred caps from a country. When at Hearts, I featured in several high-profile games but was never on the winning side. Who am I? (laughs) Of course he wasn't. (laughs) Get this man's Wikipedia up. Crikey. See, I thought of somebody like a Danny Granger, but there's no way that he's played in Poland and all this pish. I wondered if he'd come at like from like Gretna or something in like two thousand eight or something like that. What was the first clue, sorry, McIver? The team I came through the youth ranks for and made my first team debut for dissolved the year I debuted. Such a an unorthodox clue. So he made his debut in a season for a team that at the end of the season folded. See, look, all these, oh, these countries are fucking throwing me off as well. Would you like them repeated? No, I'd like the clubs in order, please. Oh, you bastard. This is going to be a laugh. The, the only way that I'm going to be anywhere near. Try to think of like uh, who we'd have sold to, who we'd have signed from. I don't know. I'd like to preface this with an apology. For the pronunciation for some of them. Pronunciation for all these That's people. Fine. So... FZ Vilnius 2 Interas FC Vilnius Heart of Midlothian St Johnston Erzigburg AUE Now I never know how to pronounce this I've always pronounced them as Bochum VFL Bochum 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 I think I know who it is In Germany Jagu Jagiolina Bialstock Legia Warsaw Erzurmspor (laughs) Samsunspor Hapel Haifa Can I get the position that they played in McIver? Oh fuck me Uh, Well this is interesting It lists three positions Right Do you want all three? I guess Sure. Yeah. Winger, left back, striker. Don't remember left back, but is it by any Neither chance Arvidas Novakovas? It's Arvidas Novakovas. I gave you an easy one. <laughs> the end of the season, the end of the high. You have no idea how hard it was <laughs> to get clues that was not just it's clearly Novakovas. Tell you what, some of them were belters though. The, the clubs, I remember them at Bochum. I don't remember. Uh, and that is their. Yayu or whatever they were in Germany. Er Erzim Thapor and Yag No Yagi, what, what was the other Yagi one? Olina, like, oh er, the other German er one. A-U-E. Remember him at them. I remember seeing him on Maybe. FIFA. I remember him at Balkum and the other one. 
Pop. Yeah. Uh, uh, give us the clues again, because some of them so, were belters. The team I came through the youth ranks for, I mean, my first team debut, dissolved the year I debuted. That was FZ Vilnius. Nice. Um, which that is wasn't the one Kirkall. that Vlad owned. It was FBK Kaunas, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. Uh, the most notable player to play from uh, that club, by the way, was the Brazilian Polinho, who was at Spurs and Barca and stuff like that. How the hell did he end up in Lithuania? I have absolutely no idea. I'm checking that right now. He went alone. What bizarre transfer. I have no idea why. 2006, this year before they dissolved. 06 to 07. I was about to say, imagine, imagine him being teammates with Arvita Stolkovas. Yeah, exactly. No. And then he was he rotten, was, that boy. And then I think I think he was fine for Spurs, but not great. And then he inexplicably in 2017 signed for Barca. <laughs> yeah. He's played for Corinthians four times fair. in his career, and he's at Corinthians now. Yeah, big club, fair play him. Fair play. Um, I made my debut for Hearts against Celtic, where we didn't lose. He came on for Temps on the 51st minute um, in a nil-nil draw. Forgettable game. Nice. Yeah, I've played in Scotland, Poland, Turkey, Lithuania, Israel, Germany, as you said, by the clubs. I have almost 100 caps for my country. He's got 92 caps for, for Lithuania. Lithuania. I think we probably could get 90-odd caps for Lithuania. That's harsh. Sorry. When at heart, <laughs> I featured in several high-profile games, but was never on the winning side. The two games against Spurs he played. He did, however, play at White Hart Lane, where we drew 0-0. So, and Harry Kane missed that pen. Yep. So well, whatever point. happened to him. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking about Spain, he might be going there. Yeah, um, both he played in both legs against Liverpool. Sorry, do you not find it mental that Big Ange is now going to go from literally yeah. young young O to Harry Kane? That is yeah. wild. Sorry, it's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, he played in both legs against Liverpool, both at home yeah. and remember uh, the, the Adidas, the white and yep. maroon, the Wonga. Yeah, yeah. And then he played, he started in the... No, he didn't start. I think he came on as a sub. That's, I think, when he came on as a sub. Uh, in the League Cup, Cup final against St Mirren. Yeah. Let me see. What season? That was 12-13, eh? Uh, was it? 13? Yeah, he came yeah. on as a sub on for yeah, Jamie Walker in the 64th minute. Crikey. Oh, well, there, so, we, there we go. That's how nice. mental was it? myself towards the end there. Is that in 2008 he came on as a sub for Temps? In 2008, Temps had already made himself like a mainstay of that team. Yeah, because when I think of David Templeton, it was like 10 11. That was just a great season. Yeah. But he made his debut in 2007. Christ. When he was 16. So is he. So he's only 32 now? Th- 33. 33. He's been there for ages. I know, it's mental. <laughs> it's insane. But yeah, so I gave you Novakovic. So we have officially finished the season 17-8. In that is wrong. I need, I need, need to go back need and to yeah, step, need to step it up. up my game. Make me Next solid. season. <laughs> that is poor. But yeah, so we will, of course, as everybody is, be taking a few weeks off in the break. However, the way that football is, we actually don't have that bigger break because pre-season starts in two and a half weeks um, so we will take a bit of time off but of course by the time we come back we'll Jesus Christ surely have a new manager uh, or like perhaps a so. permanent one <laughs> um, new players players will have left hopefully some players will be staying that are potentially leaving and 
it's us, so random shit will have happened as and well. And vice versa. Hopefully there are some players that fancy on staying, but no, just simply aren't getting yes, goodbye. exactly. But we hope you have enjoyed this. We hope you have enjoyed the season. Thank you very much for sticking with us. It's been the longest season ever, oh, considering the break and everything like that. And it's been a lot of highs and lows, as we've said in this <laughs> episode. But it would have been a lot worse if we didn't have this to do, I feel. Oh, without a doubt, we'd have just been bottling up rage and taking it out on, you know, loved ones, whereas here we just take it out on one another. So, <laughs> exactly, that's yeah. much better as well. Yeah. So yeah, massive, massive thank you to everyone for for your support this season, and if you want to show your support, please do that through sharing the podcast. If you're listening to it, uh, please leave a review on whatever platform that you listen to, it massively helps. If you're watching us on YouTube seeing how angry we get throughout the season please leave a like comment and subscribe you can get us on all the socials at perth to paisley perth to paisley at gmail.com as well if you want to fire us over an email adam where can they get you on all the socials uh, they can get me on all the socials at adam t kendall and a massive thank you to anybody that's ever shared listened downloaded all that good jazz um because it is a lot of fun doing this podcast and giving you our, our rants and raves about the club that we all absolutely love what about yourself mate I'm at dmckiver22. We'll be back in pre-season with a whole bunch of stuff to discuss and get excited about for the new season before inevitably being here this time next year going, that was shite, but don't worry, we'll be back much better again. Can I also add, if anybody wants an, an interview with a particular Hearts player, we'll try our best. If anybody knows of anybody... Send them our yeah. way, and we'll try and get an interview or something in the in the close season. If for those that miss it, you know, if, if you're asking me personally, I can't wait for the break. But we'll try and <laughs> try and turn out an interview or two because why not? Yes, exactly. We'll do our best. But until then, whenever the next episode is, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.